The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about pre-birth planning. This is part two. My special guest is Stacy Wells. Um, previously, I covered the topic of pre-birth planning, which was part one with author Robert Schwartz. And if you would like to listen to that episode, if you have not already... You can go to voiceamerica.com, go to the health and wellness channel, and you'll see when you go to my radio show, which is every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time, go to my radio show, Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated, every Tuesday. On the right-hand side, you will see all my past episodes, and the one that I... I did with Robert Schwartz was on July 2nd of this year. And Robert Schwartz, he's the author of Your Soul's Gift and Your Soul's Plan. And my special guest today, Stacy Wells, who I, I, will, I will be going over her bio shortly. Well, she's a psychic that's um, featured in the groundbreaking books by Robert Schwartz, Your Soul's Gift and Your Soul's Plan. And also, if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of exposure because Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world, and KFNX is the largest terrestrial radio a network in Phoenix, Arizona, and then also I have two websites at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis packages there. It's a natural approach to getting healthy, and I will be offering brainwave entrainment later this year as well as quantum biofeedback, and then also my speaking website is at kristenharperspeaks.com. K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. So now I would like to go over Stacy Wells' bio. She is a psychic medium. She is recognized as one of the top psychic mediums in the world today. Stacy Wells has the unique ability to see and hear portions of our pre-birth planning sessions and is gifted with a unique knowledge of karma and karmic lessons. Stacy has been helping others with her intuitive gifts all her life and brings professionalism, compassion, and extraordinary accuracy to every session she conducts. Gifted with clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient abilities, Stacy is exceptional intuitive access to information allows her to pinpoint central life issues with laser-like precision. Her knowledge of metaphysics is wide-ranging, including in-depth experience as a gifted psychic medium, medical intuitive, numerologist, and tarot reader, and certified hypnotherapist. Stacy is also a gifted medical intuitive and is gifted with the ability to see into bodies an ability she says happened spontaneously when she was 15. Stacy will be appearing in an unnamed documentary film that will be available on Amazon sometime in 
2020. If you'd like to have your own reading with Stacy Wells, her website is stacywells.com. That is Stacy, S-T-A-C-I, wells.com. It is an honor to have Stacy Wells on my radio show. Welcome. Well, thank you very much, Kristen. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. It's an honor for you to be on my show. And, uh, you know, Stacey, uh, you're well known around the world. And I've been very excited to have you uh, come on my show. And I'm uh, drawn to you because uh, you are in Robert Schwartz's uh, books. Uh, but mm-hmm. also, I feel drawn to you because I used to live in uh, Lake Havasu City for a long time, like close to, I think it was around 10 years. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, rec- and I recently moved to Tempe, Arizona, but um, I found out, and I think even Robert had mentioned this, uh, we talked about it, that you are located in Lake Havasu City. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yes, I am, and I've been here for over three decades, and it was such a small populated town back then, only about 17,000 people. I had a lot of time to meditate when we were first here, and I think that was intentional. I think that was part of my soul's plan at that time. Right. Absolutely. And so I'm uh, definitely uh, uh, looking forward to this uh, conversation today because mm-hmm. uh, my show is all about health and wellness but I, I love talking about uh, spiritual topics as well because I do believe that mind body spirit are all interconnected yeah and, and so uh, I would love to uh, find out from you how many times on average do we incarnate on average, is difficult to say because most of our karmic lessons may take, let's say, less than a thousand lifetimes. It will, they may take hundreds of lifetimes until we feel we've mastered them. But there are two particular karmic lessons that are the most complex and most difficult. And some of the clients I've worked with who have these karmic lessons have had over a thousand lives that they've spent working on one or both of those particular lessons. They're so complex and difficult. Wow. Uh, that's <laughs> right. That's a, a many um, lifetimes. And uh, that's interesting. And so um, basically I would love to find out from you, uh, do we choose our parents spouses, children, and even our enemies. Yes, we do. Because if, for example, we've got a bad relationship with them, as many of us do with one or both of our parents, it allows us space then to turn towards ourselves and start learning to generate and get from ourselves what we're not getting from that other person. And usually it has something to do with a sense of connection and love. Okay, so, yes, yes, absolutely. And um, I'm um, I'm just uh, curious, too, and, uh, you know, with Robert Schwartz, because he had uh, come on my show in the past, and Mm -hmm. um, it was a good interview, and... uh, I did uh, uh, purchase one of his books, and I plan to read that very soon. But I'm just um, curious, like, how you both connected. Did he approach you, or how did you both connect? Robert approached me because another psychic medium was familiar with my work, uh, and I think it was that Robert talked with her and she suggested that he get in touch with me because she was familiar that I did a a lot of work with karma or that I had some knowledge about karma and talked with with people about that. 
And so when Robert approached me and said, would you like to do this? And, and in that reading, do you think you could hear any of the pre-birth planning conversation, which is something that I've done in small little bits for myself, but never for somebody else. And so I decided, sure, let's give it a try. And we did the first reading, which was uh, For Your Soul's Plan, that book. And it was the reading for Penelope, who was the deaf girl. And that reading was so um, intense and amazing for both of us that that's what made him decide to utilize me and my work in Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. That's amazing. And I know there's there's so many people that have read those books, and I'm sure... You've probably had so many people approach you over the years, mm-hmm. which is yes. great and, and for helping people. It's a pleasure to be asked to help them because that's what I've always wanted to do, and I've always wanted to find a way to serve others' highest good, and this makes me feel like this is how I'm doing it, and this is how I was meant to do it. That's amazing. It's it's absolutely wonderful, and you brought up karma, so for any of my listeners that have never, they don't know too much about karma, what is karma, and how how does it work? Well, there's a a little bit of a difference between karma and karmic lessons, but our karma always serves one or more of our karmic lessons. Karma, for example, can be going back to that chapter that features Penelope, the deaf girl, in your soul's plan, karma can be where, um, for example, Penelope heard her mother and her mother's boyfriend arguing. She was a very young child at that time. She heard her mother's boyfriend shoot and kill her mother, and then she heard her mother's boyfriend kill himself with that same gun. That was the generation of new karma because that was not planned. That murder and suicide was not planned. It was an escalation of some of his issues, and he snapped, and through that act, created new karma. In the pre-birth planning session for Penelope's present life, we discovered that her desire was to not hear anything like that again because that part of her had not healed. She had not been able to heal that part of herself. So it was decided that she would be deaf for this, her present life. Her mother that was murdered in the previous lifetime would again be her mother so that they had the opportunity to enjoy this loving relationship that they had planned before, but which was cut short by the mother's boyfriend. And the boyfriend, both out of love and compassion for the mother and Penelope, and out of the knowledge that he wasn't ready to approach this challenge again yet, He told them that he would not incarnate for this life. He would remain on the other side, which would take a lot of stress off of dear Penelope. And they were able to live their life kind of picking up where it left off in the previous lifetime. That is an example of karma and creating karma. It turns out that All three of them had the karmic lesson of balance, had the karmic lesson of strengthening adaptiveness by experiencing change and craziness in the home and family. And that karmic lesson of balance is really about getting in connection with the balanced emotions inside yourself, that calm place, which makes it easier for us to not have extreme emotional reactions like wanting to murder somebody and kill ourselves. And over time, creates better emotional stability. Mm-hmm. And that karmic lesson of adaptiveness, when we work with it long enough, we strengthen our ability to, to bounce back after unexpected occurrences and bounce back from them, not just surviving it, but bouncing back better than we were before it all happened. 
So this is all about karma and karmic lessons. And uh, Stacy, right now we need to go to a, a quick break. But I am okay. I'm learning. I'm learning so much from you. I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> and my special guest is Stacy Wells. And today's episode is all about pre-birth planning. This is part two. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to kristenharperspeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com and k-r-i-s-t-e-n harperspeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at kristenharperspeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Okay, we are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on CampNX. And today's episode is all about pre-birth planning, which is part two. And my special guest is Stacy Wells. And before the break... Uh, Stacy was talking about uh, karma and karmic lessons. Uh, before we move on, Stacy, is there anything else that you'd like to discuss mm-hmm. about, about karma and karmic lessons? Oh, no, I'm sure we'll talk about it during the rest of the show. Okay. So, um, basically, uh, I would think that a plan would require a lot of discussion and um, planning is that correct oh very much a a, a life plan right right when we plan our life before we are born uh it can take quite a bit of time and some of the souls are not present for the full time because they're still living their life and they haven't crossed over yet um some souls attend in their sleep when they're still in the physical body um, but asleep. Um, so sometimes it can take a bit of time um, to accomplish that. Okay, so it can take um, a lot of uh, discussion, a lot of planning. And so I would like to, I don't know if you'd be able to. Uh, do this or not, uh, Stacey, but um, I would just like, would you be able to give an example of uh, possibly a client that you've uh, worked with 
and um, and talk about a a pre-birth planning session. Hmm. Pre-birth planning sessions occur for all of us. Um, hard to give that a little bit of thought to tell you the same uh, to tell you about just one. The problem is. I don't remember the readings once they're done. Okay. Um, so um, I'm just kind of looking over my notes to see if I've got any like anything like that written down that I can refer to. Um, I do recommend that they uh, pick up these books, Your Soul's Gift and Your Soul's Plan. And there's um, actual like pre-birth planning sessions in there so they can learn more yes. about how, how these sessions go. And they're so interesting. Yeah, it's just so fascinating. I can't wait to read mine. Uh, I love to read, Stacy. That's all I do is I just love to read books. And so... Um, in, in one of those books, if you don't mind me talking about this, in one of those books talking about a pre-birth planning session, the baby the one who we were focusing on, as he was being born, there was a problem that occurred and he was brought back to his spirit guides and to a small area where he did do his pre-birth planning and was offered the opportunity to either pass away from that life and start over again or decide if he wanted to stay in that life and make appropriate changes because the soul that had agreed to be his wife now no longer wanted to be his wife. She did not want to have to deal with the disability he would have as a result of the accident that happened during his birth. So in that case, the pre-birth planning, the second sort of pre-birth planning occurred while this infant was asleep. So there's another, there's another uh, example of us being in our pre-birth planning readings while we're asleep. Wow. The, yeah, the um, individual did decide to make changes to his plan and remain in the body and live his lifespan. That is the only example I know of where somebody has been able to change their life plan while they're mm-hmm. still in the physical form. Same karmic lessons, but who he would be interacting with, who would give him karmic learning experiences, some of that changed. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was a fascinating meeting. Interesting. Okay, so uh, Stacy, there's, you know, there's many people that go through uh, hardships in life, and um, so why do we choose to experience great challenges in life? Like, what's the reason? <clears throat> most of the time, let me get my thoughts together on this. Most of the time, all of the time, it is because our bodies give us the opportunity to experience things and experience emotions and experience physical pain that we do not have the opportunity to experience when, of course, we are in our light bodies, our spirit form. By the same token, the physical world then provides us challenges and opportunities, opportunities for growth, opportunities to learn about ourselves, to master something, to master a particular interest, a particular talent or ability. And, and then there are souls who have spent many, many lives Nurturing others, being of service to others who are in pain, who have a medical condition, who emotionally are not well. And these souls have been working on strengthening their compassionate awareness over many, many lifetimes. And then they would plan in a pre-birth planning session to continue that journey, but maybe they would then be so aware that they have this tendency or habit to serve others and sacrifice themselves in the process 
that they plan a life where maybe they have an illness. Maybe they've been experienced, they experienced an emotional wound early in their life and no one is there to help them and no one really can heal ourselves emotionally except ourselves. And so they create the opportunity and the challenge through that experience, through that illness, to learn to turn towards themselves and use their compassion and their compassionate awareness to be of service to themselves, to get more closely connected to their deepest thoughts and feelings because of that illness or deformity that kind of challenge. Then there's the habits that we create over many lifetimes. And when we get into physical form, those sensations invite us back to those same habits, invite us to greater self-awareness. And that can be a challenge that we might plan for one or more lifetimes in the hope that that will put enough pressure on ourselves that we will make that big, fat, juicy growth step that we've been resisting for many lifetimes up to that point. Interesting. So and and Stacy, uh, you uh, brought up meditation earlier during this interview. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like, um, you know, going inwards. And do you, do you recommend meditation for people? I mean, I, I, I love it. I've been meditating for many years. I'm, Mm-hmm. And I, I meditate on a daily basis, but I feel it's so important for people to go, like, inwards. I so agree. And, and I've been a daily meditator since I was 11 years old. Um, and, um, and I meditated very often at uh, school. I would just leave the class to go in between the buildings and meditate. It's a great stretch. Yes. It is also a way to connect with your inner being, and that, I think, is the most important part of it. It is a way to connect with your inner being, who you really are on the inside, the, and the part of you that gives you calm, that gives you counsel, that gives you sometimes a little bit of advice or direction. It's important that we connect with that part of ourselves, and meditating also calms us. There isn't necessarily one form of meditation. There is many different forms of meditation and you don't necessarily have to meditate for 30, 45 or 60 minutes at a time. It is difficult to do that on a daily basis for so many of us. And so it's okay to meditate for a shorter period of time on a daily basis as long as you meditate every day. Some people need to do a walking meditation. Some Mm -hmm. people are better listening to music for meditation I prefer to go into silence. However, sometimes I have done meditations for different purposes where I'm imagining, let's say, different things that I might be doing or I'm doing certain kinds of work within the meditation. And so those are very purposeful and, um, and, and I'm not going necessarily into the silence and stillness then. It's a purposeful sort of meditation. I, I recommend it most every day. It is so important to our internal connection with self and to our emotional balance. And I think you'd agree. I, I um, agree 100%. I'm so glad you um, talked about meditation. And I try to bring up meditation on a regular basis on my show because I believe everyone should be doing it. There's so many benefits. And I did have previously on my show uh, actor Gordon Frazier. And he's a great guy, and he's uh, does a lot to help the world. And we also talked about meditation because he likes to meditate as well. But I wanted to mention, like, I had an eating disorder in my past. I had it for nine years, and I tried mm-hmm. a lot out. I tried a lot out there to overcome my addiction. Nothing was working for me, and then I started to meditate every single day and the meditation helped me to overcome my eating disorder and some of the meditations that I did that I enjoyed which helped me to overcome my eating disorder were like like you mentioned uh, walking meditation I would go for walks Mm -hmm. out in nature I did Mm -hmm. that I did uh, breathing meditation and also just Mm -hmm. and also uh, 
mindfulness, you know, just being present, like in the moment, like really paying attention, like with your daily task, if you're washing dishes and feeling like the energy in your hands when you wash dishes, for example, you know, feeling, being in the present moment. So I'm so happy. Being mindful of of your thoughts. I think that's another um, way of being mindful, another benefit. Yes. So... Uh, highly, I highly recommend meditation on a daily basis for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and so basically now um, I would like to talk about, um, you know, being a victim. Is there such a thing as a victim? Hmm. Um, I would have to say no and yes. Sometimes we plan, the plans we make uh, in our pre-birth planning sessions are are interfered with or cut short. Um, and I, again, I'm referring to Penelope. Um, and in the readings I did with her, the first one especially, she wanted to know why she was born deaf. She wanted to know why her soul had chosen that. And then we discovered that the boyfriend killing her mother and with himself, and that this was something that was the start of new karma. Um, so that's one way that we can be a victim, but again, it serves our karmic learning experiences in some way or another, no matter how brutal and wounding emotionally it can be. Let's say there's another type of victim who really isn't a victim. Let's say that a creative soul might plan a life in which its parents are artists so that the soul can be exposed to creativity and encouraged to be creative. But during that life, one of her parents becomes addicted to drugs, which was a choice made by the parent that was not planned during the pre-birth planning session. The other parent is emotionally distant and self-absorbed. The child might feel like a victim, resentful and angry about her neglectful parents, and could carry that victim consciousness all throughout her life and into the next. Instead, her soul used the circumstances to become more self-aware, ultimately learning to give herself the love and approval and validation she, she would have wanted from her parents, but never received. And in this way, she was not really a victim. Instead of carrying that anger and victim consciousness throughout her life, she turned herself, she turned toward herself to get what she was missing from her parents, self-confidence, self-worth, self-esteem, which ultimately enabled her to be artistically creative without unnecessary inhibition that would have kept her from knowing and expressing her true self. So instead of inhabiting that victim consciousness, she was able to rise above her family circumstances and create a satisfying life for herself as a result. She was able to use these circumstances as a means through which she would learn to turn towards herself to get that love and nurturing and self-validation that ultimately creates self-esteem, self-worth, self-confidence, and true self-expression. This is a really good information, um, and I know my listeners I are enjoying this. So right now... We need to go to one more break, and we'll be back very soon. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on CampNX. And today's episode is all about pre-birth planning, part two, and my special guest is Stacy Wells. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. 
Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on Kipidex. And today's episode is all about pre-birth planning, part two, with Stacy Wells. So, uh, Stacy, I would like to find out from you, how detailed is our life plan? We make a... Based on my observations, uh, the plan we make is put into a form that to me looks a lot like, but not exactly like, a computer flowchart. And and maybe I have that reference because I used to work in the computer industry. Um, and so it looks, it kind of looks like a main thick line where at different places along that line, which represent different points in time, whether those points are day, month, year, multiple years. And that will be sort of our main plan. But we also make little branches off of that main plan where we make, if not this, then that plans so that if we're not up to the challenge, we have a different plan that we've made just in case, and we'll take that path. If someone else who agreed to be to play some role in our life decides while in that life to change that agreement and do something else, we have another, if not this, then that point. And maybe somebody else, for example, will will step in and fill that other individual's shoes who opted out. So we make a lot of if not this, then that plans, even as far as our career path. And not everybody plans a career path. Not everybody comes in with one big purpose. We come in with many purposes, many plans, and many possibilities. Wow. Interesting. And so what about life review? I want to move in this direction now. What is the life review? I'm glad you asked that. We go through a period of time immediately, well, almost immediately after we pass, we do spend some time uh, connecting with our loved ones who got to the other side before us. And then when we're ready, 
we go into this period of life review. It's a process in which we review the life we've just lived, where we see on, sometimes it looks like a big screen, sometimes it looks like a holographic image. We see the personal triumphs and growth steps we experienced in that life, and we experience the pain we have caused others. I mean, we actually experience their emotional pain, sometimes the physical. So we feel the same pain that we have caused others to feel, and then our soul then feels the need to balance the karma we created by harming one or more of those persons, especially when it wasn't planned to begin with. So we will eventually plan a life in which we have the opportunity to balance that karma by experience something that causes us to experience that same emotion that we cause that other person to feel. There is, there is another experience I'd like to share with you when it comes to the pre-birth planning session. It's not about life review per se, but it's one of them. It's a marvelous pre-birth planning session and I'll be very short with it. There was a woman who is very close to her animals, and in particular, one of her horses. She was a woman who had emotional issues, and horses are very empathic and compassionate, and they're really, really good for any person who has emotional issues. And there was this one horse she was very, very close to, and she wanted to know if they did, if they had pre-birth planning. This was something that appears in one of Rob's books. I went into that pre-birth planning session, and lo and behold, when it came time this horse was brought in, and this horse was larger than life, I would say, with a personality and a soul that was larger than life. And after I got through explaining everything and how the horse agreed to be with her for her stability, she said that I had described the horse's personality exactly as it was. So that I thought that was a tremendous soul-level agreement, and it, and it was really a tremendous thing to witness for me. I apologize if I've gotten off track, but I thought you might be interested in them. So after we die, we go through this life review where we review the life we just lived. Our spirit guides actually do attend with us. They sort of stand behind us, stand in a supportive way behind us, are there to support us emotionally, but also to give guidance and to give comfort. We remember the tough times we experienced. We remember that pain we caused others. We watch our life from beginning and end. But we also feel the joys and the sadness. Both. Not the feelings we've caused others to feel, but also the joy that we enabled them to feel and our own joy. If we kill someone, then we're going to feel the emotional and physical pain we caused that person. We're going to feel the emotions that we, the emotional pain we cause their loved ones. When we do this, we then come to an understanding about why, why we did something like that. What in us drove that behavior, drove that decision. And we decide to work on that again until we have weakened that tendency, that behavior to the point where we no longer want to kill someone and we find a better way to express our deepest thoughts and feelings. It's an important process. Very interesting uh, about the life review. And we talked about uh, karma, pre-birth planning. All of this is just so fascinating to me. And uh, so I would like to find out from you how can we best serve humanity? I'm glad you asked about that. It's amazing. Many people find it amazing that serving humanity often means serving ourselves. So find something to be grateful for every morning. It starts to change your energy. Be compassionate. Be, comp- be, be kind. Learn your karmic lessons, rise to their challenge, heal your karma. Most important of all, learn to love yourself. Love yourself, and that changes everything. 
Wow, that's beautiful, Stacy. <laughs> I love that. I feel yeah. deeply. Uh huh. So important what you just had to say. And you know, I I just was curious about this. You know, my show is all about health and wellness. And, yeah. uh And we talk about you know various health and wellness topics. And it's more of, you know, uh, taking a natural approach. And we also talk about uh, spirituality uh, topics as well and meditation and, and so much more. And so let's say that a person, they've uh, struggled with their health for many years. And they've tried all these different approaches and nothing's working for them. Could... Karma be at play is my first question to you. Could that be a possibility that someone's oh, have? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Whether it has to deal with um, learning to take care of themselves, learning to balance their emotions, whatever it might be, the illness is usually an, an expression but uh, an expression of um, some originating attitude or thought or habit, and then it has the, the component that's actually physical. So, again, it's like this may happen and, and, and we planned it, um, but then sometimes things happen that we didn't plan but which still serve our karma, our karmic lessons. In the case of somebody having a long-term illness, I cannot remember a time when I haven't found out that was planned. Um, even major illnesses that last throughout life, let's say you're born that way. I have, n- I have not run across anyone except one case in maybe the last 12 years where it was not planned. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean... We can- and now, if it's planned, let's say, as part of our learning to take better care of ourselves, then it's possible that we can um, change that to some in some way. If not heal it eventually, then modify it in some way so it's maybe less painful, less intrusive, and we are, can still remain active and, and um, our intellectual capacity is unchanged and still have a quality life. Okay. Um so you know, um, so there can be um, cases where they may end up just having sh- struggles th- their entire life. That could be a right. possibility too with their health, their entire life. Exactly. Have to, mm-hmm. And and some of these have a neurological component to them, which again tells me that was planned. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's rooted in the physical. Mm-hmm. Like it's hardwired. And that mm-hmm. was planned. Sometimes it's yeah. a neurological disorder, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's a neurological condition like MS or something else, it's planned. And it's fascinating. I, 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 Stacy, I find this really fascinating, you know, karma. I really do because uh, I'm getting into your quantum biofeedback right now. And, uh, and, uh, and um, basically, um, even, you know, the inventor and, and what we're learning with the quantum biofeedback, we're learning karma as well. So Fascinating. It does, karma. Exi- it, does ex- it does exist. It does exist. It is, it is a part of our universe. It is a part of humanity's uh, life plan at all on Earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Earth gives us an opportunity to experience ourselves in ways that we cannot elsewhere. It is humanity and Earth are an entire schoolhouse in among themselves. Mm-hmm. So, Stacy, we're um, almost at the end of my show. We have a few minutes left, and so I, I wanted to ask you. Um, so I, I've had this gift. It's called non-local intuition. So I, I get these future flashes of what's going to happen in my future. And 
these flashes that I've had, I would say that some actually I've actually manifested. They've actually come true. The other ones, the mm -hmm. other flashes that I've had, I don't know what's going to happen if they'll come true or not, if they'll ever be manifested. So would this, since I have this, would that be proof that pre-birth planning does exist? And then, and then I just want to say after you make that comment. If you could just one more time, if you could just let my listeners know if they would like to get in touch with you, what are the next steps? Sure. sure. Um, yes, I would say that reflects pre-birth planning that expresses pre-birth planning. And I think it also expresses that you are fond of and have been working on strengthening your intuitive abilities for multiple lifetimes. We work on our talents and abilities over multiple lifetimes, either because we like them, we like the experience, or because we want to master them. So I think you're in that process. Um, and there also you're expressing the, um, if not this, then that plans mm -hmm. that we make. Um, sometimes you have um, intuitive uh, insights that that eventually don't bear out, well, maybe that one's an insight about one possibility and a different decision was made probably during your sleep when you're not consciously aware of it and when, you're, when your soul has a chance to be fully and completely back home except for its silver cord connection to the body. I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. If... Your listeners would like to reach out to me, get in touch with me, have a reading of their own. My website is www.stacywells.com. From there, you can find out about my readings and book your own appointment. Well, Stacy, I enjoyed conversing with you. I learned a lot today. And I actually, and I actually uh, plan in the future, I would like to eventually set up an appointment with you to go through a pre-birth um, planning session. And I just want to thank you so much for helping people around the world. I wish you the best. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. you, you take, a pleasure to you're be welcome. You, you take care. Many blessings. And this is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And please send me your comments and questions to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Wishing all of you a wonderful week. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.